What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week, we pick a few news items relating to U.S. colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to U.S. colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io forward slash news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. with this whole thing about the cost of college, cost of attending college. Sounds like lots of schools, I guess over majority of schools don't give the right information about the cost of college. Um, first of all, what do you think of this? I, I'm kind of surprised that this happens, but more importantly, um, what what can one do or what should, what should be happening, I guess? Well, I mean... I- this this is ridiculous for me as just a person, not a parent, not a counselor. Uh, it, it's it should be very straightforward. Here are the costs of the school. Here are some f- certain fees, maybe for specific majors, um, mm-hmm. and it should be very very black and white. And as a person who looks into this for families or even for my own children. You see, every school outlines it differently. They don't put everything out there. You know, you have to kind of dig a little deeper, piecemeal Mm -hmm. it together. And then when you get the financial aid letter, it's even more confusing. Um, My favorite is the students when they get the letter. They're like, oh, I got $5,000. And I say, what does it say next to it? And they said, it says parent plus. And I was like, yeah, that's a loan. That's not a a scholarship. And they don't, I mean, that's a small one and it's not very major in the grand scheme of things, but it gives you an example of how um, gray the financial aid and understanding the costs are. And, Mm -hmm. you know, reading this um, article, I think one of the senators wants to make it a, like a standard, like here's, here's all the information that you must be providing. Um, And I, to me, this is a no brainer. Like why hasn't this been done before? Why don't the colleges do this in to benefit their students? Um, you, You let them know what they're getting themselves into. Let the families know. Um, some families are willing to pay and, but they just want to know. And some have to make hard decisions. Like this is not something financially viable for them or how much debt they carry and are willing to carry that kind of thing. So anyway, I could ramble on and on about this because it's so insane that it's not already a standardized method. Yeah. It, you know, and I don't quite understand what colleges gain by not being upfront and clear about it but um well i think it's i think there's this they want to look 
not expensive or not as not more expensive than their um the schools that they tend to compete with i don't know that's the only thing i can think of like that makes sense but it's it's just heartbreaking to like go through this process and then students come in saying or you know parents email like we don't understand this and i do my best to explain and then they're like oh this is more you know this is five or six thousand dollars more a year than they expected and that's right and for assume the student gets done in four years that's that's a lot of money that's not it's not like 50 bucks you know each year it's it's significant so yeah, I would love the government to do something productive lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's a separate issue. Um, but, you know, th- this would benefit so, so, so many students um, now and in the future. So this would be fantastic if this if they would actually do this and make it a standard, a standardized form. I think similar on some level similar to common data set, but that's not a required form. Yeah. Don't think. And they, you'll see universities will fill out what they want to fill out on that process. Right. But if it's mandated by the federal government and this is like tied directly to any um, federal funding that they do receive, I think they're motivated to, to do it. I hope. Forget about the benefiting of students. The next topic is about, um, you know, everyone's been talking at least this um, admission season about the very low acceptance rates in lots of colleges, especially the elite ones. And so there's the story about how this is the bottom of the barrel, so to speak, or it's bottoming out. But um, is that is that? Do you see it that way? Do you think that acceptance rates are going to go up? I mean, it's not anything. Anything's happened. I mean, I think it's just purely a demographic change. It looks like. But um, I, what do you think? I think you know it's funny because when you look at it, so there's a little bit of you know my statistical side that kicks in when they talk about going up. It's such an insignificant amount going back up. And they're saying it's because um, there's going to be a population decrease, I guess, in that age group after class. I think it's an after class of 26. Yeah. Um, you know, if my admit rate is 3% and it goes up, let's say doubles to 6%, it's still, you know, it's still a highly, highly selective school. So I wouldn't even like bat an eye at something like that it's to me it's such a it doesn't even matter like that's how I look at it when you're getting into the 2010 and single digit acceptance rates it's important um for students to kind of look at other schools where their acceptance rates are a little bit higher because it's still gonna be challenging it's still gonna be challenging whether they're at three percent or at um 18 percent I I mean, it's funny to see articles like this, but it's so insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And the frustrating part is 
this is only, you know, you know, a handful of schools compared to the number of schools in the U.S. Agree, agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that some of the schools, some of these types of schools, have done something different. I believe this year, like offering admission um, a year later, if they went to some X Y Z set of schools and did their freshman year there. Okay, so there's some transfer arrangements that they have. Uh, I mean, I heard a bunch of at least anecdotally. So, you know, maybe there's more, but yeah, they they just need to figure out. Um, you know, you know whether we like it or not, these are highly sought-after schools, at least in, in students' minds and people, you know, parents' minds. So, if there is a way to expand that um, group of students they accept or provide education for, then you know, make things a little better than just the acceptance rates issues here. So. Yeah, I think honestly, the only way that's really going to happen is these schools decide to grow. And yeah. it doesn't look like any of these schools are looking to grow. They're not the ones purchasing schools that are not doing financially well, that might be in the area or that might be a good idea to give like an extension of their university. They, they're keeping them, my perspective on this is they're keeping them small for that elite kind of um aura that they have that vibe whatever you want to call it and the only way to really significantly increase their acceptance rates is they're going to have to grow and they're not doing that anytime soon so there you go i mean i know i'm a little cynical but (laughs) i mean that's yeah um it's these are somebody calls it highly rejective schools or something like that yes i've heard that Yeah, that which, you know, it's a very cynical way of saying it, but it's the truth. So, okay, so the last topic, um, kind of a happy note, is um, 90% of the college grads uh, who took a survey in the last, I guess, month or two, the Harris poll, said that they felt that it was worth going Mm -hmm. to college. I mean, uh, you know, whatever it took. And um, that seems quite heartwarming after going through the process. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad students are appreciating their degree. I mean, I appreciated my degree. It was definitely worth every penny um, academically, career-wise, and even socially. Yeah. Um, I, and I think, I think that's an important piece, that social, the whole experience of going to college, meeting people from varying backgrounds, um, whether it's, you know, ethnicities, different parts of the country, uh, socioeconomic, political views, whatever it is, um, that helps people grow and makes the academic part of the experience even more value added. Um, And I, I, I loved this article in the sense of um, they that students are appreciating their degree. Well, the one thing I found really interesting is that they were one of the parameters they were looking at was that they were happy with the major they chose, and I thought that was interesting because um, I think it depends on your perspective. Like me having graduated 
you know, so long ago, I'm not even going to give you a number on that, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> in knowing what I know now, I probably would have changed, picked a different degree, but having said all that, my degree definitely set me on a path. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's the interesting point. And it may not be that they in, are in love with their degree, but they are happy with the degree they chose probably because of the path they're on. And I thought that was a really interesting um, parameter that they asked about. You know, the interesting thing about majors, uh, I mean, uh, and colleges, in fact, somebody was telling me, uh, you know, one of the podcasts I did, they said that uh, when they did a show of hands at some place um, about, you know, hey, uh, did you have a great experience going to the college you went to? And everyone in the room put their hands up. And then the question they asked is, would you have been happier if you went to another school? And they always put their hands up as well. So, you know, the, the, the thing is, the thing, the thing about all this is that you don't really know, but you feel like you, you could have done the same thing, um, you know, you'd have had the same experience elsewhere. Now, with majors, I think, I mean, you know, yeah, one can argue about whether that was the right major or not, but um, you might have have you might have liked to have done some more things or different things as you look back. In addition to that, possibly, but there's a certain amount of grounding that whatever you do gives you, and I think that's at the end of the day the most important thing. Like if you do engineering or science, then you learn a certain rigor uh, for you know experimenting or researching or whatever it is you did or um and if you were you know in the liberal arts areas um maybe literature learning a lot of things about you know learning from the past learning about uh interesting ideas you know really opening up your mind so you know all those are not mutually exclusive right so right. um but you don't know that while you're there and um but yeah, I, I, I really think that um, there has to be a better way. But, you know, unfortunately, once you get into a major, especially in your upper classes, you really don't have much room to, you know, uh, try out different things. So, um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, I think overall the takeaway from this article is really that, um, you know, if folks going through the program are so upbeat about it, then that's a good thing, and and, and it, you know, and it benefits them economically. They're earning much more, and you know, they talk about innovation and new ideas and all coming from mainly college leaders. Although we celebrate the Bill Gates and the you know Zuckerbergs of the world who drop out of college, <laughs> uh, but um, I think I think if you look at the millions of people who work and uh, generate ideas and build products or, you know, con- contribute to society. I think a lot of them come from, you know, some color, some kind of college graduate, I mean, degree, right? So. Right. Right. So good. Um, I guess that's a good sign. And which means that we have more to talk about the ensuing months and years. So um, on that happy note, thank you. We'll talk again soon. Take care and have a great summer. Thank you. You too. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi again. 
Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Matters. Matters.